All right, and we are back with another episode of It's, it's a, a Hang, hang thing. thing. And this one... Very cool. I'm excited to sit down and finally, you know, finally shook hands with him for the first time. I've always talked on social media. Uh, he came, he came through one time for Live Local Fridays. I forgot there was something happening and I couldn't be here for his Live Local Friday performance. But for the first time, I've met him here in the studio and we get to sit down and talk with him, ladies and gentlemen. In studio, we got Peter Cruz in studio. Oh, today, All today, right. Today. Me, Thank you so much yeah. for coming. Uh, we know that we snatched you at a very. Uh, very quick time. I know you're yeah. only on island for a little bit. Uh, tell uh-huh. us about uh, where, well, where you're staying right now, what uh-huh. brought you out there, and yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah, um, well, I was actually not supposed to be here till tomorrow, or today. Today's Friday. No, I was supposed mm-hmm. to be here tonight. So a um, couple of unfortunate events. My grandpa's in the hospital, but he's doing well. Mm-hmm. So I came a little earlier, and, um, and so I, I reside in San Diego now. So I've been there for the past nine years, and... Um, yeah, so that's 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 what I'm doing in that pre- in this present time, and then I'm staying up in Jigo, here with my mom. Hey, Jigo, so, let's go. <laughs> yes. And for people who who really don't, or maybe they know you, but they know you from Tribal Theory, because yeah. I think that's where I knew you from. I first saw you guys come here perform at one of the um, Guam Ikenja Island Fair. Yep. And I started started following you from there, and so you were the Tribal Theory. Let's talk about that. Or you know what? Before we get to tribal theory, let's sure. just take it back in time. You know, because this is the podcast where we kind of break it down for people to get to know you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So let's. When did it all start for you, like music wise? Uh, it actually started uh, probably. I picked up a guitar when I was like eleven. Nice. Uh, because my parents bought me drums, but they were too loud. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's that's so before they yeah. had the electrical drum exactly, set. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So we put the drums away, and then I picked up a guitar at eleven, and then um, just playing in bands like in high school. Started with like rock and metal and stuff like that with my high school friends who I'm still very close with and are still in the metal scene here in Guam. Um, and then uh, eventually phased, I got through a phase of metal and then went into like reggae and uh, island music. Uh, the first band I actually played with that was more of a serious band was uh, Table for Five. Wow. In like 2008 or nine. Was that here or was here? Here, here yeah. Here Table for Five. I feel like yeah. I've heard of it. I'm- yeah. Long I'm, time ago, yeah. long time ago, still like right in the end or at the end of high school. So, mm-hmm. you know, when the first time Revolution came to Guam, we like opened up for them, which what? was wow. huge for us at the time. So it was, it was cool. Yeah. So how are you getting back? Uh, how are you getting out on the scene back then? Because, you know, we didn't have live local Friday back then. We didn't have social yep. media yep. as strong as it is today. Yeah. So how did you get from high school to opening up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Social media wasn't prominent at all. Right. So. Uh, it was more of like a network thing. So you go and you get on the circuit, you know, like playing at local bars at the time. We had Ralphie's and all these, oh, yeah. you know, the venue was hot. Um, mm-hmm. Every Thursday night was crazy, you know, and like playing at uh, <coughs> Atrio and all these, all these really cool bars. And um, that was the way you go out there, you play, people watch you. And then, the, you know, word of mouth is really. That uh, was the good old days. The good old days. Word of yeah. mouth. Yeah, that, that was it. And then um, I guess like, you know, also, everybody else in the band was connected in different ways, like from different parts of the island. So we did a lot of fiestas and stuff like that, which is good for the people who can't get out to the bars mm-hmm. as well. So we had an eclectic uh, way of marketing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was playing live. Live was the way we got out there all the time. Yeah. And you guys were doing reggae? All like reggae. All reggae, yeah. Cover, completely a cover band, but um, 
we we were like one of the first reggae bands that incorporated like full on horn section nice. at the time. Wow. And then um we had like one single and then yeah, so that was it. Then we broke off. I went to San Diego, uh joined Tribal Theory. Um and then Fred, uh the drummer Freddie, he started four piece band. Right. Yeah. And they are currently touring yep, uh, right now. They just came back and uh, just heard uh, Fred is living in Florida now. Yep. No way. Yep. Florida. Wow. Florida. Florida. Okay. We're, not, we're not going to say anything. Yeah. We're not going to say anything wow. from there. Just wow. <laughs> but uh, let's just hope we don't hear him in any crazy news. Yeah. Enjoy Florida. <laughs> so um, let's talk about, yeah, when you expanded abroad, Tribal Theory, how did you land into that whole thing? How did that happen? Um, it was random. Uh in San Diego, they used to have this uh, sports bar owned by Junior Seau. He was a Chargers mm-hmm. uh, linebacker. And um, every Friday night, he had an uh, island night. So local bands would come in and jam out like acoustic and um, nice. had this little sushi bar. He would shut it down and then it would be just like, you know, friends and family. So um, that night, it was like right after my 21st birthday or something, me and my dad went to the bar and we happened to stumble upon AJ uh blunt who's a previous tribal theory member and then nico who's a current tribal theory member and their manager and the manager at the time is uh he was tomorrow or he is tomorrow but at the time he uh we were talking about guam and stuff and he they happened to need a bass player because the basis the original basis uh got into some school stuff and had to commit to that family and whatnot um so i committed to one gig and it just things just started rolling after that the guitarist at the time quit, so then I moved to guitar because that's my, you know, main instrument. Mm. Then we hired Rudy. Well, I hired Rudy to come out here. Rudy Duenas played for a lot of local bands mm-hmm. at the time, and he's the current bassist now. So that's how it happened. I I I ended up at a at a island night, a random island night on a Friday night, and they hired me. Two wow, later, yeah. that's crazy. that's some destiny, that's some story. universal yeah. alignment right. there. <laughs> like I say, from then from then, it, everything was just history. Yep, pretty much. That's pretty much. nice. Um, let's talk about some of the places you've been, you know, with the band, yep. with the travel there, because that was a bi- that was a big thing. And then now you're doing, you know, you're mm-hmm. doing another thing, which is good. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about uh, your experience with travel theory. Um, you know, how yeah. the places you guys went there. The- uh, all over the the forty eight states. Um, I th- we didn't hit every state. I think we're. I think my count was thirty two states we've played in. Um, and then we've. I mean, obviously that includes Hawaii. Um, we've uh, played Guam, obviously, a ton of times. And if it wasn't for Guam, Tribal Theory, I don't think, would be at the really? level it's at wow. now. Because that's where it started is people started hearing about Tribal Theory because of their Guam roots. Mm-hmm. Right? And then so it branched out. But, um, yeah, the, it, mostly mostly the, the, uh, the main lower 48, 32 of those states, Hawaii and Guam. What are some of your crazy experiences from touring? <sighs> Um, have some... we, we have uh, Peter Cruz uh, Sr. in the room yeah, right now. Let's <laughs> see, <laughs> 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 we're going to spell the T right now. It's, it's funny because he's been on tour with us. Okay. And, you know, reggae bands like to partake in certain things. Mm-hmm. But I was never into that. And so he would have to come and, you know, just, you know, stay away from that because you don't, you don't want to be a part of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So n- not bad things, but just kind of like, you know, the, well, how would I put this? The enjoyable smoke the festivities (laughs) so yeah no there's i I don't know if i have any crazy stories the i have probably some embarrassing ones where like we've been on the road for so long 
and we're just exhausted and we're standing, you know, we're playing in front of a crowd that's just not vibing. You know, those mm. are those are always kind of weird. And there was one time where I was trying to get interactive with the crowd, but I was just like brain dead. And I was like, I think I yelled out like, are you guys under the weather? <laughs> and they looked at me, they're like, what? what did he just ask me? <laughs> they all looked at each other, like literally looked at each other like... <laughs> And I was like, I don't know what came out of my mouth. I um, feel like I have that uh, that situation happen with Vic on a daily. Other than that, it's just like just dealing with like, oh, we lost some equipment or we've had times where like our van's been broken into. Oh, man. Lost thousands of dollars in cash. Um, I think the craziest experience on tour was it's it was snowing. We were driving on. I think it was the um, it, it was a it was a freeway in Utah. And that morning it snowed, but it was raining uh, prior to that. So mm. when that happens, like there's a higher chance of like ice on the road. Right. And uh, the freeway, the speed limit's about 80. But I was going maybe like 50, 45. And at one point in time, I looked to my right and I looked back on the road and we were driving a trailer, a van in a trailer, a passenger van, and we were jackknifed like, like an L. And so I was basically fast and the furious drifting. Oh my god! Like uh, perpendicular to the Whoa. freeway with the trailer jackknife, and I just let go, and like you know I don't know by some miraculous thing we survived. But that was the craziest. Is that what I you're supposed had. to do? Like, did you know to let yeah, go? Yeah, because if you hit the if you hit the brakes, it's gonna they either lock or like, and then if they lock, like you're 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 done. really screwed. Yeah, you're screwed. So. I just let go. It's kind of like hydroplaning, mm-hmm. but that was my first time really driving in snow anyway. Oh so I kind of just, I knew, I knew what water Jesus, feels take like. the wheel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we pulled over and then I was like shaking and like, wow. I was like, guys, somebody else got to drive. Like, we, we, I got to go partake in some festivities <laughs> in the back right now <laughs> after that just happened. <laughs> Wow, uh, yeah, that was that was a good one. That was really fun in in a in a heart you know racing type of way. Yeah. So that, those were awesome, fun moments. Those tribal thirty days, but then uh, I think I've always wanted to ask. I, I never asked you personally uh, like, mm-hmm. through social media. Yeah, but I always wanted to ask like what like what what happened like why did you want to uh, break away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was a more of a personal thing than anything else. Um, I think the, the, the core reason why I broke away was just musical differences. You know, everybody grows, you know, everybody grows differently. And when you, when you get older, just interests change, mm-hmm. whether it be personal or in our case, musical. And, uh, we finished the previous out al- or the albums that they just released, they released a bunch of albums that, uh, we all wrote collectively. And, um, we sat on it for a while and I was just at a point to where like, I'm not there. I'm not on the same wavelength as anyone. Like I want to mm-hmm. write collectively consistently, but it wasn't a consistent thing. So, um, I was kind of over the like live scene too. Um, I think I got more value and I benefited more by sitting in a studio and taking my time and putting my thoughts on paper. Um, because playing live, like, especially in front of people and a lot of people, it can be, like, really taxing, you know, mm-hmm. like, on the body and spirit, really. Um, so I just needed to take a break for myself. I needed to focus on, you know, other aspects of my life. And one of those things was expanding my creativity on paper and, you know, 
producing and writing music. So that was the main reason. Time now for Rapid Fire. Okay, so before we get into anything further, we're going to do our quote-unquote rapid-fire round. And we're please, working we're working on the new name. Except the title because, of episode. Yeah, because it used to be fast, but now we've expanded into a, a different way of approaching it. So I'm going to ask you six questions sure. and answer them as honestly as you can. Okay. If it's ugly, if it's dirty, embarrassing, whatever, we want to hear what it. it is. Okay. okay. So we'll start first from the easiest and then we'll go deeper. Okay. So the first one, what's your most used emoji? Uh, I think the shaka. Hey, nice. Uh, nice. Shaka. I know you've, I've seen that thrown up. Uh, you throw that up in your stories a lot too. Uh, people say the telephone. I don't know what. <laughs> the I telephone? It. It's a shaka to me, man. <laughs> the Islanders, yeah. it's a telephone. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, next question. Would you rather explore space or the ocean? Uh, space. For sure. Why is that? I think because it's the unknown. You know, Mm. there's a lot. We don't know everything about the ocean. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. But we definitely don't know everything about space. And there's so many intriguing things Mm -hmm. like black holes and stuff like that. Other, you know, What if the inside of the earth is a black hole? It could be. You never know, right? You never know. So definitely, yeah. A lot of conspiracies. Yeah. (laughs) Space we go. (laughs) Okay, your third question. What's the best state you've ever been on? State? Best date. Best date I've ever been on. That would have been an interesting one. What's the best date you've ever been on? (laughs) (laughs) Best date I've ever been on. Um, I think one of my most memorable was uh, we went to the uh, uh, Grand Canyon. I'm sorry, not Grand Canyon. Colorado. Colorado Springs. Uh, We went to this, like, old, um, like... Uh, Native American village. Mm -hmm. And then you went under the cave. Under the, like, like, there's, like, a canyon... But, like, under that canyon is, like, this, like, and I guess it was, like, a haunted cave because they said, like, oh, we do, like, night haunted tours and stuff like that. And, like, certain sections were dark, but the one we did a tour on was, like, lighted. It was cool. It was really cool. I think that was probably one of the most memorable ones. Yeah, that would definitely go down in the books. Yeah. Going underground. What's yours, Vic? Your best date. Got best anything that matches scary. up to that? Nope, not, <laughs> not underground scary cave. <laughs> Maybe in another two years I'll add something there, but no. <laughs> for now it's just beaches and... They, uh, man, those, those are, are the good, best. Yeah. These are good. All the beaches. Hikes. Okay. <laughs> Next one. If you could write a book, what would it be about? I think it would be about my musical journey. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Really. Mm, uh, the good, the band, and the oh, ugly. Ooh, I see what you did there. I like just, that. That might be the name of the book. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, writing credits. Yes. <laughs> okay, next question. Who in your life inspires you to be better? Your dad uh, is in the room. Let's yes, take note of that. Absolutely. My, my parents, <laughs> hands down. Um, but most recently, just thinking about that question, um, my grandfather, because he's, uh, he's always been very strong-willed and uh, you know, all about do what you love is his favorite phrase. So uh, I kind of lead my life that way I, I do what I love and if I don't love it I don't do it shoot I wish I got that advice growing up it's more like is what you love gonna make money <laughs> that that is I you think should, that's part of it <laughs> you should either join the military or law or my medical my dad's oh my a military God. guy <laughs> <laughs> but no definitely no uh no disrespect to the military. Personally, it's yeah. like, it's not for everyone. It right. really isn't. You right. know, it, it takes very strong people to do that. And we highly recommend uh, those. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the last question, what were the three biggest turning points in your life? Um, moving from Guam. 
was probably one of the biggest. Um, another one would be uh, winning a few like music awards, like San Diego Music Awards uh, with the band. Um, and also my new project. It's the most challenging because um, there's a lot of factors in my new project that um, I'm not used to or I had to learn um, and I'm still learning. So yeah, probably those three for sure. Perfect. Okay, and going off of that last question, your newest venture, Holly. Let's talk about that. What is it? What does it mean for you? And what is the goal? Well, Holly is a uh, is a passion project of mine. Um, it's a uh, project that is it's a reggae Oceana reggae project that's based on my roots. You know, being from Guam and the uh, Mariana. So, um, my goal with Hale is to, um, you know, perpetuate the Chamorro culture and um, show and showca- well, showcase like how I write music and how people can, or hopefully I, how I can inspire people with the music that I create to make music and to continue the, you know, the, the legacy that we have as Chamorros and Micronesians as a whole and you know, people of Oceana to have, uh, you know, leave a legacy, you know, with their music and other, whether it's music or art in any other kind of, any kind of form, but it's, it's to perpetuate our culture. Keeping the culture yeah, alive. Absolutely. And let's talk about, um, your, one of your most recent releases. You had a single that dropped in October. I did. Yeah. And that one, I listened to it. It's, really good i liked it because it kind of had a funk feel to Mm -hmm. it too absolutely let's talk about that i'm I'm glad you caught that yeah so that was that was a goal is i wanted to create a song that was still had the foundation of reggae music but um it was a collaborative move too because i wanted to feature people who i write with on a daily um and then also um uh, somebody who is close to me during Tribal Theory was uh, Jesse Barrera. He's a producer on that track. And he's, um, he was with a uh, very popular pop punk band called My American Heart. Um, toured all over the U.S. And he's an amazing producer. He's produced people, you know, with the likes of, you know, Tori Kelly. And, oh, love her. Uh, you know, Vic loves her hair. Yep. Jeff Bernat <laughs> and all these guys. Yeah, they're amazing. All the people that sh- uh, they, they, um, he produced... I got to experience that same production level, and that's what Feel That is. So Feel That, the the, the project was to be, um, I mean, the purpose of it was to have a track that just let the rhythm take over, you know, like don't worry too much about everything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. Just let go, and let let it take over, feel it, you know, feel that. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's what the track is, and it's definitely a funky reggae vibe. So I'm really happy with that one. So that track is out, um, and I know there's more on the way. Absolutely, yep. So this is not the end of it. This is like no. you said. This is a journey. This is you just you know, yeah. it's open the doors and you're just gonna keep on going. Um, you have what? a yeah. Uh, do you want to go with it? Okay, you have a new song yeah. that is uh, coming out. You mm-hmm. just you just shot uh, some of the first stages of the music video yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. And that one is "My Island Love." Yep, so that's it. So yeah. want to hear about that because yeah. you did kind of a you started with you know your your rock kind of vibe, yeah. and then on that 
you worked with one of the members from Surrender the Thief. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. Uh, Charles Mahino, he's like, he's like my best friend in the whole world. So, and we also did a podcast with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is my boy. Like that's that is my par right there. So, um, yeah, he's uh, he's he's uh, he's one. I, without giving too much away on the about what the music video is about, he's one of the uh, the uh, he's my role dog in the, mm-hmm. in the music video. So, yeah, th- I have that song coming out, uh, My Island Love. I'm shooting for January. Um, I just got the. I was just telling Vic earlier. I got the master. Um, it was produced, or I produced by myself. I produced the whole thing, um, but the drums were done by a good friend. Uh, he also mixed and mastered it. His name's Mike Stevie, so shout out to him. He actually uh, mixed all four pieces most recent album. Wow, Always nice. Yeah, so he he mixed this one um, and mastered it. So I'm really excited uh, about that track, and it's all about the Marianas. So the, the song is written for our islands, and it's going to be shown in that video. So. And he also works with one of the members from A Long Drive Home. Yes. Yes. Jace. Jace. Jace Mendiola. He is an amazing guy. Very talented videographer. Um, he's, he's, he's fairly, like, new to the game, but uh, it's, it's a homegrown project. And Holly's new. And he's, I, I see a lot of talent and, and um, um, potential in him. And he felt the same way about Holly. And we just kind of collaborated on this. And uh, I'm excited to see what he comes up with because I before I got here we just shot some stuff in pneumatic and um, it, it looks crazy so far unedited. Yeah, seeing so. some of some of your shots, yeah, is beautiful. Wait. Yeah, I'm excited. So we can't wait for that. Um, let's talk about the what else you have in the future for Hale. What, what do you have any? Um, are you going to be collaborating with? Because I know before mm-hmm. it was I think it was before Hale. You did some collaborations. This one, you jumped. You just like, you know what? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just gonna be in the studio. I've seen, I've seen all your snaps. It was all in the studio. You collaborated with uh, some of the, some of the boys out there. Yeah. Josh. Yeah. Austin. Austin. Yeah. That's funny you say that. Um, because last night we went to a karaoke bar and there's some boys in there. They like, uh, said what's up to me, and they started karaokeing to the song I did with Josh and mm-hmm. Austin, <laughs> which was amazing, man. It was so cool. But um. Yeah, Josh, uh, Namalik, Austin, Saralu. Um, also, I I did Cali Roots with Four Piece. Nice. Mm. Um, this past mm. Cali Roots in May, um, and just working with other friends and local musicians in San Diego. Um, so that's that's what I do on the side too. But what I'm doing outside of that is you know just writing by myself. That's good. What it comes down to is just I get off of work and go into the room, lock the door, and passion like project right yeah and um more on holly you do have a website uh let's talk mm-hmm. about that because i did look it over um you have merch you also have a podcast y- yes well the podcast was actually with a good friend um he runs it's called desert oasis room so they do like a tiki culture mm. so we did one mm. of that so it's it's actually his um and there's a cool episode in that so i don't know if you guys do cross stuff but um yeah, so I, I do. I I did an episode with him, and I've done a couple other podcasts, but this is by far the most exciting one. The one that I was most excited about. This is like I'm home. He's, you know I mean? he's right? saying that because he's home, and because we're right here in the studio. Right, and it's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, with that, you uh, let's talk about the merch because I did see some of it. Yeah, and yeah. they are for really good prices. They are really nice too. Thank you, thank you. And what is that all going towards um, exactly? So. Right now, um, that's the the merch itself. It's I, I'm running it on Teespring, which if you don't know what Teespring is, it's kind of like a print to order type 
uh, service. And they do ship to Guam, so if anybody's interested, you can always go and go to that website and purchase Listen to Holly.com. Listen to Holly.com, yes, <laughs> and you can find everything there. Um, the But it's print-to-order, and um, I designed all that stuff myself except for the feel that, sure, that's you know by a friend. But everything else is all designed by myself. Um, the goal with that is... Um, you know, to put towards a project, you know, I, you know, that, that money stays in there and if I ever need it, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pull it out, but mm-hmm. it's, it's just for, for, you know, continuing the growth right. of the, the, the brand. Um, but also, um, recently I, I, I put a post there that, um, you know, I wanted people to, you know, share holiday and stuff like that. And, and my goal this holiday season is to give away some free merch too. So, That's right. um, but Teespring is cool. Um, the Holly merch site is cool. Um, and I, I, I made sure, and I wanted to make sure that when I'm putting these uh, items for sale, I wanted to make it affordable because what Teespring does is they, they set a, a dollar amount and you can choose to change the amount, but I dropped it mm. because I'm not looking to make a profit. I just want people to rock some cool stuff. No and if you're interested, it. you can and you can afford it, then cool. You know, I don't want it to be completely unaffordable and dude i'm gonna purchase a hoodie i did see it i appreciate that oh they got hoodies (laughs) and they don't look tacky like they look pretty dope so uh you know obviously it's going to a great cause you know helping you cultivate your music even further Yeah, exactly um i guess just going back to vic's question where do you see um holly in the next five years i see holly as a um contender in the not only the island reggae scene, but the reggae scene in general. You know, I see Halle um, making the same stand that local bands here make, except I'm not living here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the most important thing is I want to inspire people to do the same thing and write music and continue to write music for Guam and the Marianas and be proud of where you come from. Don't let the small island mentality exactly. stop right. you from mm-hmm. doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that that's not just for music, for anything you want to do. And if my music can inspire you to go and fly a plane, then mm-hmm. go fly a plane, man. So that's that's my goal in five years is for somebody to tell me, hey, because of you, I was able to do this or mm-hmm. I was inspired to do this. I love that. Um, so seeing that, you know, uh, you see – a lot of your passion and uh, culture is in your music. I want to know what is your culture to you? Because, you know, I mean, obviously you have your heart and soul here mm-hmm. on the island. Yeah, absolutely. But you, you know, like you said, you had to suck it up mm-hmm. and do what you really wanted to do. And that sometimes requires, you know, moving away from the things you love yeah. most. So how has it been out there for you, the journey being away from home? And what is your culture to you? through your music and out in the States? Uh, initially, it was hard because there's a lot of Chamorros in California and San Diego specifically. Um, but the way people that claim or, you know, claim Guam or claim the Marianas or are Chamorro, the way they were raised is a lot different from anybody that was raised on Guam, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that was the hardest thing for me is finding where I fit in because I didn't fit in all that much. Um, and you kind of click with the people who are from Guam who live out there. So mm-hmm. that was the hardest thing for me. Um, and then also, like, the way um, the way that my music is accepted, you know. Um, sometimes people think that 
because I'm I live in San Diego that I'm oh he's a just he's just some stateside guy that mm. is writing Chamorro music or what it what have another you. artist in yeah. California yeah you but know. you know little do a lot of people know that is I'm born and raised here for 20 years of my life and I've been gone for nine years and um that my culture is everything to me without my culture uh I don't think I would have a purpose with my life so want to talk a little want to talk a little bit about your piece can we yeah can we, yeah you yeah. got a huge sleeve on your arm yeah i see some laddie stones mm -hmm, a little uh, here. that's that's some really nice work can we talk about that absolutely yeah so majority of this including my leg i have like the the yappies dolphins on my leg nice. too. yeah and it goes all the way to my thigh to like my heel um all done by phil at tatamono tattoo at okay um, so phil sablon was is my main guy um, actually remember him being like a kid, man, like running around here, like behind Daily Plaza. That's all my family over there. Um, running around, seeing him hang out with my mom's brother. He's really into, uh, he's a stone carver. Um, and so Phil would come over and they would always do some type of cultural art together. And then Phil got into tattooing and then I saw that he was making amazing pieces and he had like a lot of um, uh, history with other, you know, islands getting experience so i was like i have to have something by him and after that it just everything was i couldn't stop um but this whale tail here uh was done by uh a good friend um in san diego with a, a shop it's called good life it's a pretty renowned uh like polynesian slash micronesian Melanesian I was shop. gonna ask if they did the good the GUD or <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah nice. yeah so that that's uh that's one of the shops out there and um his name's Thomas so he's an amazing artist and yeah so only two people I only have ink by two people um and I'd say 75% of it's by Phil here locally all right so um before we close out of course we're gonna get to the, the last couple of questions uh to close it off with um you are good to go uh you know hala is off to a great start and we can't wait to hear Thanks, all man. the awesome jams that you put out um dude which by the way can we get a download of it so we can get it in yeah. our system yeah. well you know what uh I'm, you guys are going to be the first to get the track i i'll just tell vic too first. you heard it here <laughs> first guys i told vic <laughs> that um mike stevie just sent me the uncompressed file so the master mm -hmm. file mm -hmm. So the first thing I have to do is get it up onto. I do everything independently, so I just want. I got to go into mm -hmm. DistroKid and make sure all the platforms support it, and it gets uploaded, and uh, I get all the green check marks. And then once that's green, shoot it, it go, over to it, us. It goes straight we'll to you guys. We'll be doing as we like to say the world premiere yeah. over <laughs> here <laughs> at I ninety four. All right, Peter. Thank you so much for sitting thank down you. with us. Thank you for having um, me. And before we close out, obviously, you have all your platforms mm -hmm. um, where people can follow and support you. Go ahead and throw those all out. Your personal yeah. page, if you would like. Um, Holly, yeah. where people can listen to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Um, so the, the main place where you can find pretty much every uh, outlet is my main website. It's listentoholly.com. Um, and then Instagram, Facebook is the same, listen to Holly. Twitter is a little different because listen to Holly is taken by somebody and I tried to message them to get it, but they wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> so it's just a number two. So listen to Holly. H-A-L-E. Yeah, H-A-L-E. And two with kind of, you know, back in the MSM Master days, we use numbers <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. So kind of like that. Um, we are in the prepaid. Yeah, times, guys. <laughs> exactly. T9. <laughs> um, and then my personal page is just Peter PG Cruz. So 
you're looking for me and you want to follow my you know my story and what's going on with the music and personal life or what have you you can find me there all right well we definitely can't wait to have you back and you, yeah. hear what becomes of holly yeah oh I'm yeah well, one more other question that i want to ask is holly okay so i know holly's you is that going to be is that your stage name or is that a band that you hope to eventually name you know have under you know i started this thing without any direction other than what I know I wanted to do in that moment, which was write music. But I wanted it, I didn't want it to be focused on me, you know? But when people think of Holly, I want them to think of the music first, but behind the music would be me. So not exactly like a band. I guess the way I would describe it is kind of like J-Boog, you know? Like when you mm -hmm. think of J-Boog, you know his band's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you think of J-Boog, you think of him. J-Boog. Fiji. You think of mm -hmm. Fiji. Fiji is George, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So kind of the same concept mm -hmm. um, for for our people too. Like, you know, if, if you're listening to the music, I want you to hear the music first and then think, oh, Holly, as a, as, as, as a, as an imaginary or a physical uh, music, like it's, mm -hmm. you can grab that, you know what right. I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but behind that, I'm probably, probably the only thing at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if, hey, if there's I'm any one band. One man band. Yeah, yeah, at, the, at this moment. But if, if anybody's out there listening, you guys want to join Holly, let me know. <laughs> you <Shoot>. hit me up. <laughs> All right, Peter. Well, before we wrap it up, we do have our three questions for you. Yeah. So um, what is one word to describe yourself? I think that would be passionate. Yeah, I'm, I'm, when I put my mind to something and I, you know, I put my whole heart in it, I don't stop, so... That'd the probably be determination. More Very determined. Yes. Love it. And then second, give us a fun fact about yourself. I actually have my pilot license. No way. I was about to throw that in Dude, there. I was like, let me just good. wait. Yeah. He might throw yeah. this at one time. Shoot. I did not know. He snapped about it. I was like, yo, I didn't know he was a pilot. Yeah, That's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Well, that's the reason why I actually left was so, to get trained, trained so. for a pilot, uh, get my pilot license. That's so. actually what I was going to ask. I didn't know if you were going for, you know, college or music. Right. So you went to, to Yeah, and it, I, I still know? work in, a, in the aviation uh, community. So I, I work for a, a company that creates uh, software to teach pilots how to you pass their writtens and stuff like that. Wow. And I, wow. Damn, yeah. he's smart, smart. Okay. Somewhat, somewhat. And he got 2020 vision. Yes, <laughs> yes, thank God. I, I, I thought I wasn't going to get my 20. I just renewed my FA medical and they, he scared oh me. Gosh. I thought I was going to uh, fail that vision part, but I, I still got my 2020. So. Damn. Thank God. I do not have 2020 vision. He's a pilot fan. <laughs> All right. A lot under this guy's belt. Okay. And lastly, what is one thing you have to do before your time is up? Before my time is up, you know, I, I was writing this down and I left that one blank hmm. um, because there's not enough room for me to fill that. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot I want to do. I want to come back home and play as Holly. Uh, that's definitely a bucket list. Um, I want to buy a house. I want to mm -hmm. travel the world. So I leave that open because I think living in the now is the most important be present, be mindful, be present, and take it day by day. So I have goals. We all have, you know, we all have mm -hmm. goals, like future goals, but just live now and then hopefully you'll get to whatever you, you have in the back of your mind that you want to reach, you know? So it's, it's open-ended at the moment. Wow. Oh, that's, that's really the nice. First, that's wow. the first. <laughs> first time someone, yep. we can't squeeze that's something good. out of them. That's good. I like yeah. the reasoning behind it. That's awesome. Well, Peter, thank you so much for stopping by. I know Thanks, it's man. been a, been crazy for you you've gotten back uh you know you got a lot of family stuff to do 
So thank you so much for hanging Thanks out. Thanks for having me, guys. I and, appreciate it. You know, definitely send us those tracks when you're ready, and Paulette yeah. will definitely be on the top Thanks. of the airways. Dude, yeah. if you haven't heard it yet, go and check it out. Uh, it is on Spotify. Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Uh, feel that. Feel that. Came out in October. Go and give it a listen. Support local music. Peter, thank you so much thank you guys. for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure. Peter Sr., thank you for uh, sitting thank in. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you Bye. next time. Bye. Bye. All right, that pretty much wraps it up, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.